0: Imagine this podcast as your weekly spark of inspiration as you take it to the next level with all the bees of your life, body, business, bank account, boys, and babies. Let's make it rain. Hello, my fellow Princess and the Beers, my fellow sovereigns, and welcome back to another episode of The Princess and the Bee. I am so excited to be here with you today. And as always, let's take a hot second of gratitude to thank ourselves for choosing content that uplifts and inspires and champions and challenges us to rise into our reign. And I was super excited to record this episode, not only because this is a very meta episode, as I am filming for my communication queens as to how i actually record and do in the entire podcast production process but the topic in general of of hating compliments is very personal to me because i used to have massive insecurity i mean back when i was bulimic you couldn't give me a compliment and make me. Feel good about myself. Like every compliment I would receive, I would actually feel worse about myself because I would feel like it wasn't true. I had so much insecurity, and I was struggling with confidence that I. It was. It was also that I struggled to receive the compliments, and that's the thing with perception is projection, as you've heard me talk about on, on past episodes. Is we only can perceive that which what we are, and. If someone would compliment me on say like, oh my gosh, you look amazing today and I didn't feel it, if I felt grubby or cruddy or awful or gross or fat in in my body, back when I was bulimic, I don't feel fat anymore. I feel amazing. Um, but back when I was bulimic, if you, if you complimented me on my body on how I looked and I didn't actually believe it, the compliment would literally bounce off of me. And that's what happens because I actually couldn't see the good in myself. I couldn't see the progress because I hadn't yet started to train my brain to recognize progress. I hadn't yet started to train my reticular activating system in my brain to recognize the bits of progress that I was making on my healing journey toward healing from an eating disorder, to, to healing my relationship with my body, to healing how I thought about myself, to healing my own confidence. And confidence is, is not something that people magically have. Like We think that, oh, if we receive more compliments, then that will make us more confident. And we can definitely perceive this to be true if you're like me and you're a words of affirmation love language, <laughs> where I love my words of affirmation, but I also, in order to receive words of affirmation, you also have to believe them. You also have to be able to receive a compliment, receive those words of affirmation. And that was where I really struggled because I didn't believe it or I didn't see it in myself. And so now whenever Spike gives me words of affirmation because I haven't, we have instructed each other on our love languages and one of his um things that he does for me every day is he tells me why he loves me for that specific day and sometimes it's something very specific like i loved how you were a great mom and how you played with zeki and then i'll just i'll I'll practice taking that in and like really receive that Um, but i used to not i used to not i used to totally struggle with those compliments and those words of affirmation which is interesting as to why it's my primary love language but it's because i had so little self-esteem it's because i constantly depreciated myself and i would depreciate the complimenter so because i used to hate compliments because i didn't see those compliments as being true i would actually perpetuate the fear anger guilt or whatever negative emotion i was feeling shame and add to it by making the other person feel bad. so here's here's how I would do that. And let me know if you've ever done anything like this. I used to receive a comp like there someone would give me a compliment like someone gives you a gift and I'd be like, meh. <laughs> Thanks, but. I don't really feel, I I feel like I could lose 10 more pounds or I feel like I could look better or I feel so bloated today. Someone say, oh my gosh, you look really nice in that dress and be like, thanks, but I really feel like I could be, you know, I could look better. And that but, immediately devalued the other person's perspective. It immediately disrespected their opinion of me, their perspective. Like how rude is that? But I didn't see it as being rude, even though perception is projection. I was being rude to myself. I was being cruel to myself. I was not appreciating myself. And so I couldn't appreciate somebody saying that they appreciated the way that I looked. In fact, on uh, Queen TV, I did a whole video on the power of but in your language. And when you use but in this way, it really devalues the other person and so when a compliment a compliment is supposed to the intention is to elevate you higher and for the complimentor the person who gives the compliment it's like giving a gift like when someone gives a gift like have you ever been to a birthday party especially when you go with kids and the kid like doesn't like your kid's gift and it's plain as day that they don't like it and your kid feels crushed i remember this feeling whenever i would get really excited to give a gift and someone would just be like meh it would crush me i would feel like i did something wrong i would feel like i wasn't valued or the time or the money or the energy that i spent in in choosing that it would crush me and the same is true for the complimentor. When you, when you deflect a compliment with like, with your own self-deprecation, it creates this, this just energy of, of deprecation for both parties because you're depreciating what they said as you also depreciate yourself. So how do you receive a compliment? How did I flip this? How did I go from hating compliments to loving compliments to fully being able to receive, accept, allow for receiving a compliment? Well, first I had to actually sit with it. Oh yes, I actually had to allow myself to not say anything. And this goes back to our desire to be right about who we are, right? So in my favorite book, The 15 Commitments of Conscious Leadership, it talks about one of the primary issues with people these days is our innate desire to be right. And sometimes that's being right about us in all the wrong ways. So when, when we are depreciate someone's compliment it's because we want them it's our egos wanting them to see us as right more than allowing us to receive what they're giving Ooh, ego tricky one sneaky play there so it's our ego present preventing us from actually being able to receive that which we desire like When I was bulimic and hating on compliments, I actually wanted those compliments. I actually wanted them to be true. But my ego was so hard set on being right about who I was, about my identity, about being flawed and broken and damaged and ugly and fat and all those negative programming that I had. My ego was so hard set on being right about it that I would push off anybody else who contradicted my my desire to be right. So the first thing I had to do in order to start receiving compliments is I had to surrender my desire to be right about who I was or about who I thought I was. I had to surrender that belief and instead allow for the possibility that what the other person was saying could be true. So instead of immediately piping up with oh but don't you see this? Oh no I don't. Oh, you know, and that that's just our egos. Whenever we do that when whenever we receive whenever someone gives a compliment and we pipe up with like oh no I don't. Oh, you're just being nice. Oh, you know, oh but I could lose 5 more pounds. That is our ego. Desperately trying to cling to our identity of not seeing ourselves through someone else's eyes. Because when we allow ourselves to see ourselves through somebody else's eyes, suddenly we have perspective. We have a new perspective. And ooh, ego does not like that. Ego's like, no, 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 no. There is only room for one perspective. And that is this identity that I am holding and clinging, white-knuckling onto. But if you allow yourself to sit with the unknown, unknown. Comfortable feeling that is that perspective, that new perspective, someone else's perspective of who you are, and you just allow yourself to sit with it and say thank you and not try to be right, that is a point for your soul. That is a point that the soul can suddenly peek out from behind the ego and be like, thank you for recognizing me. Thank you for seeing me as I wholly am as this beautiful, perfect creature as I am right now. Thank you. Thank you for seeing me. It gives our soul that ability to see through the ego's thick, thick wall of being right. And so we have to decide to surrender that desire to be right, to correct the other person's perspective of us. And instead, just allow for the possibility that what they are saying, what they are complimenting on us on is actually true. Oh, damn. And then receive it. So you may not be fully in the belief. If someone says, oh my gosh, you look beautiful today. If you're feeling bloated and gross and like you didn't shower that day and yet someone sees your true beauty and you 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 want to, you know, tell them all the reasons as to why you feel bloated and gross and awful, that's just your ego wanting to be right. Remember that. Then instead, it's allowing yourself to sit with the ability to receive it and to ask yourself, what if it was possible If the, if this was true? Is it possible? Is it possible that what they, their perspective of me is true? How is that possible? Is it possible? Maybe they. Maybe it's my smile. Maybe my smile. Maybe my energy. Maybe. Maybe I am really beautiful, and I don't need to put you know forty-five minutes worth of work in the bathroom on on my own beauty because I shine brightly from my heart. Maybe that's it but it allows you to be in that space of curiosity instead of judgment, that space of possibility instead of plagiarized programming. And then from there, that, that is where you can start to unlock the ability to receive. Because the more you practice this, and it is a practice, it took me years to be able to receive compliments And now when I do, I just say thank you. And I receive the gift with gratitude because it is a gift. And I receive the gift with gratitude and I value the other person. I value the other person more than my own perception of being right. Even if I think that they're wrong and I'm like, okay, how are they right? Even if my ego is a little snarky that day and wants to, you know, say that they're wrong, I allow for that perception. I sit with it. And then I just respond with gratitude. I respond with a thank you without trying to impose my opinion, my belief, my identity because obviously this person is seeing something in me that maybe I don't or that maybe I need to see or maybe I do see and I just need to see more of it. And as you go through this practice of surrendering your ego's desire to be right so that you can receive those compliments, you start to shift your own perception of who you are. And so suddenly, I no longer hated compliments. I loved receiving them. I loved having the feedback of of what I was doing right For so many years, I'd programmed myself to think of – to see all the things that I was doing wrong, all the ways that I was wrong, all the ways that I was broken, all the ways that I was damaged. And you you focus on You feed. It's like a dog. If you have two dogs and you give one food constantly, one of them is going to grow strong and one of them is going to grow weak. So assess which is the strong dog – Is it your ego or is it your soul? Your ego is going to want to keep you trapped in the identity of who you think you are. So if you think that you're broken, damaged, a victim, it's going to want to keep reflecting that back to you. And so that is where you don't receive compliments. That is where you prefer to be right and correct others as to how they could, how dare they see you as, you know, beautiful that day or amazing or good at what you do or whatever compliment it is that they're giving you. How come they can't see why you're wrong? Why all the ways that they're, that, that they're wrong versus if you feed the dog that is of your soul and you allow for yourself, you allow for people to be a reflection of you. You allow for that reflection back and maybe you'll, you'll get reflected some pieces that you don't really want to look at and maybe there will be some pieces that you actually really do need to receive like how amazing you are or how strong you are or how capable you are or how beautiful you are. And so allowing yourself to surrender the need to be right to then elevate into curiosity as to how could the other person who's giving you this compliment be right about who you are? How can this other person actually know you better than you're allowing yourself to see yourself? Because who you think you know yourself to be is not necessarily who you are. And sometimes other people can be our greatest reflections as to how we can grow into being the best, most sovereign, amazing queens and kings. So with that being said, if you love this episode, take a screenshot of it and share it on your Insta stories. I love hearing your growth, your feedback, your journeys, and how you are transforming your own stories. And as always, my fellow empire builders, own your throne, mind your business, because your reign is now. I am so excited to connect with you in the next episode. And in the meantime, go out there and create a body, business, and life that rules.